Welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. This is a top spiritual awakening and new thought ancient wisdom podcast to teach you how to become your highest self, unleash your spiritual superpowers, discover your soul's purpose, and manifest your dreams. Hi, I'm Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity, and I'm committed to bringing you the best manifesting and coaching tips, spiritual advice, trauma healing, and metaphysical recovery secrets. I'm here to help you reprogram your subconscious mind, monetize your spiritual gifts, and love your life. I want you to know that I've been exactly where you are, and I believe in you. Together, we're awakening the world. Hi, Divine Loves. Today's podcast is going to be about past life regressions and is there life after death? I'm Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity, and we're going to break on down this from the top questions people ask, the metaphysical truths, universal law, really the Eastern philosophy and source, breaking down science, philosophy, and coming to the ultimate truth and why it would matter to you. Why does it matter, right? So we're breaking on down, is there life after death, right? This is a fundamental question that many ask. And why would you care? Why why do we care about if there's past lives or not? So we want to break this down so that you can get a bigger perspective. I'll never forget one of my mentors had a metaphor. And he said, I want you to write your problem down on a piece of paper right now. So I wrote it down on a piece of paper. And then he said, I want you to take the piece of paper and I want you to put it straight on your face. I want you to look at your problem, right? He had me put my the piece of paper straight on my face, all the way to my face. And of course, I couldn't see my problem. It was, you know, impossible to see. He started laughing and he was a really jovial man. He was like a grandfather to me. And he said, this is kind of like your problems. And your problems are so close to you that you can't even see what's really going on. It's like a fish in water that you tell them the water and it can't understand the water, right? It's like our blind spot. So this is the same reason why I believe that past life regressions are so imperative for people because it's kind of like taking that piece of paper and putting it way out there and getting some space, right? Having to step away from your issues. And what happens when we step away from our problems? Usually we would get more clarity around it or oftentimes a problem will just simply resolve, right? It's kind of like going up in an airplane, right? And all of a sudden you see the bigger picture of what's really going on, right? So past life regressions are really having a really bigger picture of the cycles and the negative patterns and the traumas and all the things that are playing into the one life, the one soul right here, right now, recognizing there's no past, there's no future from a spiritual perspective, but we call it past life regressions just because that's a construct of how we view what's been created. So let's break this on down. So for me, my personal journey of past life regressions, for me has been one of the greatest lessons in all of my spiritual awakening. So what happened, as many of you guys know, I had a full-term stillborn at the age of 22, which sent me on a massive spiritual track to seek truth and figure out what in the world we were doing as spirits, you know, knowing, looking down at my son's, you know, body, realizing he's not his body, he's not here. We're spiritual beings, we're not these bodies, right? So it sent me on a massive track, which now has been, I think, 28 years or something like that. And and as I began to go down the journey, you know, I just was trying to end my suffering from my emotions and from my codependency and from my sadness, from my, you know, just all the traumas of this lifetime. And as I began to go down what I consider the rabbit hole or peeling away the layers of the onion, 
I began to realize there was something much deeper going on that was projecting into this lifetime as my suffering of this lifetime. And as I began to go down this journey, I had another mentor, he was a great mentor, and is when I began to dive into subconscious work after I'd been doing a lot of stuff. I had taken course after course and read book after book and had been meditating for years. And, and I began to realize that the subconscious was a massive factor of why I was not being able to see things through, why I wasn't able to manifest certain things, why my vicious cycles and my relationships, you know, all those things. The subconscious mind was imperative to realize how to reprogram that. So as I began to go into sessions around the subconscious mind, I stumbled upon a mentor that began to take me into the quantum field, meaning that, you know, have you ever seen those genius children that can, you know, solve mathematical equations instantaneously, right? So it's clearly not done with the logical mind. They're, they'll tell them a you know, math to add X, Y, and Z or divide it, whatever, and they can come up with it instantaneously, like a profound number that a great mathematician wouldn't even be able to figure out, right? So there's a space and you can call it the gap. You can call it the quantum field. You can call it co pure consciousness, whatever that is. It's, it's the universe, wisdom and intelligence, the Akashic records, there's many, many names for this intelligence, right? It's intelligence of all of life. It's your true consciousness. And so what happened is I began to go into session after session and I began to drop into that field. You can call it channeling. You can call it Oracle. You can call it whatever it is, prophecy. You know, we all have this intelligence and it comes out in different gifts, but I began to pop into different quote, quote, lifetimes. And I'll never forget, I didn't know history at all. I didn't study history. I didn't like history, you know, and I'd go into these sessions and I would begin to go into what felt like imagination. And I would pop into these different lifetimes and they didn't necessarily add up on my timeline per se, but they came in with per, like precise things like what people were wearing what was going on, you know, the year that it was happening, everything. And I come out of session and I would begin to Google it and take a look and see. And, and I was absolutely blown away that I wasn't in trance. I wasn't hypnotized. It was my consciousness fully awake, being able to go in places just with imagination. And then it would open up like a wormhole and I would be able to know things that I, my mini mind, my logical mind could never come up with. And one of the, one of the big past life regressions was I was actually burned at the stake. I was, you know, quote, quote, a witch, which I was not a witch, but at that point in time, right? That's what the world considered me. And, and I remember exactly the woman, her name, what she looked like. I remember everything front to back. And this was confirmed even just in the last, um, about a year ago, I went to London and I was, I realized and I stumbled, I, I, I felt this presence and I had to go into um, this castle and I realized that it was the exact same story, the exact same name, everything. 
And I don't feel like I am special. I think we all have these gifts. But what I recognize now after working with, you know, thousands of clients, training thousands of people around the globe through different communities and things like that, I recognize that it is probably the most profound work and the, the fundamental for people to have the biggest shift because they get to have a much bigger picture of what's really going on for them. And the E4 that I developed actually is we do past life trauma work, which I don't know if other people do that. I've not seen that, but we do specific trauma work in past lives. And so it neutralizes and, you know, I'm not a scientist, but from what I understand and the research I've done and I've been able to really get some backing on is that it frees up our epigenetics on our DNA. So literally through the past life regressions, we're able to free ourselves, literally have and experience our free will. So today I want to break on down, you know, what are past life regressions? Why have past life regressions? And is there life after death? And, you know, I worked with a gal, her name's Courtney, and I'm sure I'll have her on the podcast. And she's a medium for, for you know, spirits, if you will, on the other side, people's loved ones that have transitioned. And I was in a session with Billy Carson and a bunch of beautiful, beautiful conscious leaders. And she went around the circle and, and really read everybody's, um, the communication from the other side, from the loved ones. And I can't believe how many people were in tears, how many people were like, wow, that was dead on, you know? And, um, and so there's people that have just straight up gifts as mediums, but the truth is that you should become your own medium. You have the ability to develop your consciousness and be able to go through all lifetimes and not need a hypnotherapist and be able to track your own stuff. Okay. You might need some help. Like I needed some help first, right. To have people that showed me the way. But the goal should always be for you to be able to do it yourself in full consciousness. We have supernatural abilities that we have forgotten about that are lying dormant in us. And I truly believe that each and every one of us really desires to experience the depths of our own soul and experience our, our super genius abilities, right? So let's do this, okay? So some of the questions that people ask is, is there life after death, right? This is a fundamental question. And why do we ask that, right? And I think part of it is that we seek meaning. You know, there's gotta be something more than just suffering for this day and going to my nine to five job like so many people do, or, you know, battling out in my relationships or trying to pay the bills again this month. Like there's gotta be more, right? So I think people start asking these questions because it's a beautiful thing that how we created it in each of the individual bodies is that we've created it like there's death. You know, people have the question like, is what's the nature of the afterlife? Is there heaven? Is there hell? You know, all these things, right? Some people believe that there are individuals on the other side. Some people believe there's not. Some people believe whatever there is, there's family members and angels and guys and, and everything, right? And what are the roles of karma and do we come back, you know, infinitely? Are we, you know, do we ever end the vicious cycle of our humanhood, right? All these questions. Can we communicate with the deceased, right? How can we prepare for the afterlife? All these different things and many religions and philosophies and people think about this. 
And there may be people that think there's nothing beyond this, which is fine as well, because I believe what we're going to talk about today, really, everything should add up. Science, philosophy, religion, spirituality, it really should all say the same thing, in my opinion. And I do believe that metaphysics really helps it all add up from a conceptual to the conceptual. And and so in this, we know there's been so many incredible leaders in this. Um, Dolores Cannon is an incredible uh, hypnotherapist and she goes into a different realm, right? She goes into deep trans, what's called some nebulistic level. She goes into like the sleepwalking, like her clients when she puts them under uh, through hypno hypnotherapy, they can't remember when they come out. I, I don't know for sure, but I believe that they record the sessions and then they're able to hear back. And she's been able to almost channel, if you will, through her clients, right? So it's not good or bad. It's, it is whatever, you know, I don't have full judgment. I just personally believe that the goal is to have your own consciousness, be able to go anywhere in all time space and any, you know, any dimension, right? in the 5D and beyond, whatever you want to call it, right? The multiverse and all the above. And so there's been other incredible teachers, you guys. And and if you're interested in further developing your past life regression ability, you know, of course, I teach it within E4. It's part of our entire dynamic of the spiritual psychology programs and everything. You can also read some books, right? There's some crazy, incredible books like Brian Wise is one of the big masters in the industry, Many Lives, Many Masters. And you know, he's a prominent psychiatrist. And it's so fascinating because a psychiatrist, right? How did he end up doing past life regressions? And he shares his experience with this through his book. And he realized that his parent, his parents, his patients would only be able to go so far in the therapies of that he was trained in. And the therapy and thinking about this lifetime and it just was a natural progression that happened that his clients began to pop into past lives if you will you know michael newton and the journey of the souls and you know amy ann c burnham and journey of the souls and i mean it's just incredible the masters that we have right now on this planet and i want you to know that you're prophetic you have abilities and spiritual abilities. You don't have to wait for somebody else. You have the intelligence inside of you. If you go inside, all of this is within you, right? Carol Bowman, children's past lives. Our children are, are brilliant. You know, the veil comes on really when the child doesn't believe that it's one with everything and when it truly believes it is its limitations the child puts on its own veil and puts itself in the amnesic state but before that the babies have all consciousness of all time i mean this is the most beautiful thing right so and dr bruce goldberg exploring the concept of reincarnation right and all these incredible incredible teachers so I just wanted to recognize all the masters and there's so many more. I'm sure there's so many great ones on the planet right now. I'm just honoring all the teachers, all of them. So what happened is as I began to go down further, further down the track of, of past life regressions, what happened was I remember I was in a very codependent relationship. I share this a lot. I was with a famous rock star. It was very dysfunctional and I had so much trauma from finding out that he cheated and falling off the wagon and the ins and outs. And it was so traumatizing. 
But one time I went into a session and I popped into this lifetime and it was, I was married and my husband at the time had to go off to war. And during the time he was off at war, I had cheated on him. And when he came back, he had to kill me because it was the time in history that it just was unacceptable. And I remember going through his past life and we had to go in this, this horse and carriage way out into the woods. And then, you know, we were both silent and there was just this knowing of what was going to happen. And I felt so, such shame and such darkness and such unworthiness of being alive because I knew it was the worst thing. It was worthy of death, right? And he walked, we walked out into this forest and he strangled me to death. And what I realized in that session was that that was playing more into the trauma and the drama and the codependency in this lifetime and my low self-worth than anything that had happened in this lifetime. Way more than my parents getting divorced or my dad going off and, you know, getting remarried and having another family and, and all of that. By the way, my parents and I are effing good. They're rock stars. I love you guys. Okay. But up to that point in time, as really trying to sort out my trauma, that past life regression, it was like, it was like explosive. I remember coming out of that session and I was so tapped into the universe. I was so, everything added up so much. I remember walking into a Walmart because I was in the middle of Texas and I just had to get out. I just was like so blown out of my body. And I walked into this Walmart thinking, well, I'll just grab like a drink or just do something just to get out and just see a couple of people or something. And I remember walking by people and I could hear their mind chatter. And I was like, what in the F are we capable of? Here I am. I'd been tracking lifetimes, history, dates, everything going on. I had had a past life experience where I had completely made all the dysfunction of my codependency and my low self-worth of this lifetime all added up. And I was just blown out. It was like all my supernatural abilities got turned on in that moment. And I was hooked, man. I was like, okay, this is the real deal. Forget just transforming, you know, um, this lifetime and, you know, making a little bit more money and trying to be some badass boss babe, right? I was like, wow, this is something real. Like this is mind blowing, life altering. And it was like my drug of choice in a good way. You know, it was like, it wasn't, I wasn't having hangovers from it, right? It was like every time I did my spiritual work, I was getting stronger and stronger. And it was just giving, it gave me more and more. It never depleted me. It didn't take away from anything. Literally, it was like it gave me my life. So from here, it's like, why past life? First of all, what are past life regressions? Okay. There's all different types of past life regressions and every teacher will probably have a different way of getting there. Okay. And so I invite you to seek out different past life regression people, right? I mean, like you should follow your bliss and discover everything I always say. And then when it really lands, you should say an F yes to what is a yes. Okay. The clients that I've worked with and certified 
and E4 are blown away when we do the past life regressions because we do trauma in past life. So we go through it more of an imagination state. And oftentimes when I'm doing past life regressions, we'll go to the biggest trauma of this lifetime. So it's not going to be like the first session per se. I've done that before. If the clients really are drawn to it and their consciousness wants to go there. But in general, I would say it's after a minimum of a, of a handful of sessions from this lifetime of traumas because they're just, they're not able to go, we call down the track. The goal whenever I'm working with somebody is to clear their soul, is to go as far down their DNA as deep as possible to release the energetics that are really holding them back in their identity and in their beliefs and, and their just their soul's energetics, right? Because just frequency and vibration, we're all just frequency and vibration. There's no such thing as matter. Science is now proving that, thank goodness. And so whenever I'm working with a client or when I'm certifying somebody and they're going deeper and deeper in the work, the past life regressions are like, they're blown away by all the work. They're blown away by the E4. They've started having incredible wins in their personal professional life. And then it's like, it's like the icing on the cake. When you start getting into past life regressions, people are blown away. And so what we do is we go through imagination. We go into the biggest trauma of this lifetime. We get into really that core negative command and false identity and false beliefs. And then we play it out like it's uh, a play, you know, how or a, a movie. You know, sometimes you watch the movies and it'll go to a scene of this lifetime, whatever's going on and it'll flash into a past lifetime and the whole thing makes sense, right? So we go through an imagination of like imagining if there was an incident, a traumatic incident in a past life that relates right to this one. And nine out of 10 times, clients will just start, they'll go, oh, I see the picture right now, right? So I had somebody, um, we've not put out the podcast, it was a past life regression that happened as a column. And she was super upset about her family and um, her family calling her a liar and like just all the stuff going on. And we went into session and automatically she just went into a past life and she was being put in a cage and she was actually being tortured, put into this river, freezing cold river and she drowned to death. And she really felt that she was, you know, it was the same commands that were coming through in this lifetime were coming through through that past life trauma. And when she came out, you know, she'd been crying. It was like, it's just like, wow, this is like more real and more heavy than anything going on in this lifetime, right? So the thing is, is it real? Is it not real? Okay. And this is where I think that the spirituality and the science does add up. Okay. Meaning that I'm going to say this. And this might sound funny. I don't believe in past life. And the reason why I say this is because there is no past. Spiritually, there is only creation. There's no past. There's no future. There's just creation. And everything that's been created is actually created and still in consciousness now. That past life is playing out right now for her. Okay. So we call it past life because that's what the culture and that's what we know and that's the kind of identity around all the work and we do still consider it like a like a movie picture of the past 
but the truth is it's not the past. Okay, that's a that's another conversation about time spectrum, time compressing and all that. But the truth is that there is only one life. Okay, so back to the why science and spirituality should add up. Because when I'm doing a past life regression on myself or a client, training somebody in it, what matters is it doesn't matter if it's real. Say we tracked all the past life and added it up and it didn't add up or it's not in your DNA, you know, it doesn't matter if it was really your life or not. Because what matters is the actual emotion and identity that is around the past life regression. It's like, it's like dreams. You have dreams, but the dreams aren't real. But the emotions are telling you exactly what's happening at a subconscious level with you. Okay. So past life regressions, there's a obviously many reasons to do past life regressions. One is to get a much bigger picture of what's happening in a belief system and in a false identity and energetics of what's happening. Okay. You are not you, you are the collective as well. Okay, so every single trauma, every single past life is your past life. So every single past life is real. Imagination is real. It's all real. Okay. Every single past life. That's like when I went to London. Okay, was that actually my past life? Well, does it matter because we're one? Energetically, I'm not just a mini me and Dr. Aaron. I am the collective and the cosmic consciousness. I'm one with everything. So one of my geniuses and one of my superpowers is I can track big traumas that happened on quote, quote, the track. Okay. I can actually go there in consciousness. I can know exactly what happened, exactly where it happened, exactly what's going on. What does that serve? It serves to know the vicious cycle of what's happening in the collective to be able to begin to rise above those patterns, right? So why do your past life regressions? One is to get a bigger picture on what's going on with you psychically, cyclically in your negative patterns of your life, right? Two is to actually do the trauma work and to neutralize those things to free yourself from those past life things going on energetically, to free your DNA to clear out the epigenetics to release the tags on your epigenetics, right? The third reason and there's many, many more. The third reason is to birth your soul's purpose. You were born with an agreement. You were born with a very specific DNA with a specific karma. Okay, all of life is your karma, but you were specifically born into a particular DNA with a particular karma. So your past life regressions helps you get clear of what cycles you're here to complete. Okay, if you came in this lifetime with a lot of addiction, okay, people are born with being an addict, if you will, okay, they were born with these genetics, right? It is their karmic duty to complete that cycle. Okay, whatever cycles that are out of alignment, that are in discordance, that are really hurt, hurting and harming and suffering, that is an opportunity for the growth and for the completion of that cycle. So that's why. Why do past life regressions? Because to get the bigger picture, to totally understand who you are, your oneness with everything, 
Two is to complete the cycles, to actually heal the trauma of all lifetimes and clear your subconscious and your soul and free your own DNA, okay? And three is to be able to birth your soul's purpose. Yes, and if you're getting value out of this podcast, please share it. It's very important that we share what we love so that we help truth get out to the world. And if you could also do a, if you enjoy this, please give a five-star resort, five-star resort, please. That would be great. A five-star review. That would be awesome. Um, It matters, you guys. These things matter. And when you get value out of things, it's a, it's a receptive or receptive universe. Okay. So in this note, I just want to say, you know, it's an interesting thing because when you, when you Google, um, is there life after death? It's, it's interesting because clearly people uh, Google it a lot. One, it's uh, on Netflix, a series called Life After Death with Tyler Henry. And, and there's just no way that they wouldn't be SEOing um, search engine optimization um, for, for Netflix, right? So this show supposed about clairvoyant medium Tyler Henry, and he offers clarity and closure for those that are beyond this realm, right? Family members, mediumship, they really should call him a medium instead of clairvoyant. But I guess he could be clairvoyant because he's hearing um, the messages, I guess. But the reality is that we all have that ability. And that Tyler Henry is, is, you know, he's no different than you or I, we all have these abilities, okay? So in this, I'm just knowing that whatever you're dealing with, right, maybe you're suffering around scarcity and money, Maybe you are having, uh, you know, a lot of dis-ease in your health. Maybe you're having dysfunction in your relationships. Maybe you are sad. And if you are dealing with any suicidal thoughts, please reach out to somebody. But I think it's important even to know this because there's been times in my life where I've questioned life and living. I've never been suicidal. But the thing that I think has helped me is that all this work has helped me because I realized there's nowhere to go. Like there's nowhere to go. In fact, the metaphysical truth of is there life after death is that there is only life. There's no such thing as death. There's only crate. We don't call it death. We call it transition. Okay. So when somebody quote, quote, dies, they've transitioned because energy cannot be destroyed. Okay. Through science of mind and new thought movement and understanding trauma and epigenetics. There's no such thing as time and there's no such thing as as death, okay? And science would even agree with this, meaning that if everything is energy, science would say that the first law of thermodynamics would explain that there's a conservation of energy and that the fundamental principle of physics states that energy cannot be created or destroyed, okay? It's literally like there's, there's a set elements and we can put infinite elements together to create new things, but we don't create like energy can't be created or destroyed. And so science and spirituality and psychology and philosophy and unified physics and everything should add up. That's the goal. The goal is to use this wisdom for good, because if we get all the information and all the science, but we just create things to harm the world, then that doesn't do any good either. The goal of all this, whether it be looking at past life regressions or science or anything, should always be for our harmony, right? So the point of this is to say we're one. 
the core principle of what we teach in metaphysics is oneness, our unity. And so that's why it's important to understand and experience your past life regression so that you can go, oh my gosh, I see, I'm I'm the divine, I'm the vine that create that is one with everything, right? It's one with everything. Even Eastern philosophy and you know, some people would say the religions, but it's not religious, it's a way of life. They say the same thing, like the cycle view of life and death is that it basically teaches us that we all come back, like we've all been the victim and we've all been the perpetrator we've all been the feminine and the masculine we've all been you know the mother and the child we've all we've all been everything we're here to to experience ourselves as divine in all perspectives in the fractal of the one and the importance of knowing our past life regression is to birth our purpose so in the east they call it the dharma right Dharma refers to our duty, our righteousness, and our moral responsibility. And really, for us in the West, that means what are we doing as a career, right? It's like, how do we make a difference? And we all want to be, you know, influencers and, and celebrities. But when it's done in a healthy way, then it could be good. Look at Russell Brand. Russell Brand has made an incredible name for himself, preaching consciousness and spirituality and recovery, right? Um... You know, so the belief is that there is a true self. There's an oversoul, as Emerson would say. There's a part of you that's not the physical body. That at all points in time, there's this theta aspect of yourself. There's this witness. There's this God source within. There's the divine. And the truth is, this is your true identity. So the point of past life regressions and looking at life after death and all the cycles is to realize that there's a thread through all of it and it's the witness it's that consciousness that is always the same no matter what caricature no matter what lifetime no matter what there's a part that's always there it's that part that you can talk to that's like you're talking to who right it's that part that's the witness it's the god self it's the i am so do we believe in reincarnation? Do we believe in all that, right? Do we believe in liberation? And, you know, are you able to grieve and mourn? Things like this that people ask, okay? So this is my truth, and I'll break it down. I know that I'm eternal, immortal, ageless. I'm not this body. But what I know for sure also is that Source created the dynamics of this world to have what is an experience of death, meaning that if we had eternal amount of time, we wouldn't value anything. So we've created it to where we have children, right? That are us, we're our parents, we're our children, we're one with everything, but we experience a limited experience in this one body, which is a blessing because it makes us appreciate and know that we have a limited experience in the infinite and this entire universe is relative and so the only way that we can experience more heaven is to experience more hell the only way we can experience more life is by experiencing death right the only way we can really appreciate life is to know there's death right it's it's this paradox and this is the beauty and so in this i would like to just have a spiritual mind treatment taking a deep breath in through the nose 
breathing into the divine one, breathing into the divine presence. I just say thank you, thank you, thank you for all my mentors, all my teachers, all the books, all the YouTube videos. Thank you for all the meditations and all the trances and all the journaling and all the times and all the suffering that demanded me to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Thank you so much for understanding all my lifetimes and coming to the end phenomenon to recognize that I am all lifetimes. I've experienced every single aspect of everything and everything lives and breathes in me because I'm connected to everything. And so in this, I know and I declare freedom. I declare revelation. I declare empowerment, energizing all emotions and enlightening to the one truth that there is one life, one soul, and one love, eternal, forever, and ever expanding in this great grand thing called life, in this masterclass, this masterclass of love and growth. And I say yes to it. Yes to life. Yes to living. Yes to fully saying unconditional love to life, to myself, and to every single aspect of the fractal of the one. I simply know this in the name of truth. As together we say, and so it is. And so it is, you guys. So I would love to invite you into getting trained in past life regressions and E4. It is my deepest, deepest passion on this planet to awaken the power within, to know the truth of who I am. And there is nothing greater than the investment in your own consciousness. I'm super thrilled. I cannot wait to take this divine journey with you. Have a beautiful, blessed day and may you live your truth. Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Aaron Show. If you're ready to transform your life, discover your soul's purpose and manifest your dreams, go to draaron.tv. Join me in my life-changing events, membership, or certification. If you're ready to become a certified coach and get trained in metaphysics of mind, manifestation, and the creative process, subconscious reprogramming, trauma recovery, healing, spiritual psychology, universal law, and much more, go to draaron.tv. If you're receiving value from the show, I would love it if you would share it with a friend and give it a five-star review. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth.